this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I am Jeremy Lopez, and I'm so glad you guys are with me again today. And I tell you, you know, uh, I'm happy, I'm joyful of what is going on with my life. But I tell you, guys, if you're like me, I'm just so concerned and sort of down uh, when it deals with what's going on with Israel. I'm a huge Israel advocate, and I've just really been praying for them and just believe in God for a change, and even for Palestinian people, you know, and their hostility and uh, but you know I tell you there's just so many things going on right now in the world and we got to continue to pray guys we got to continue to sort of you know put it out there you know that things are going to be okay and that you know God's in charge and things are going to begin to calm down and so that's my my prayer for Israel because once again I I love Israel and I have a lot of friends over there I've been keeping in contact with and finding out what's going on with them and their families and it's just been it's been crazy it's been a little scary for them hearing missiles and bombs going off constantly but um but you know what i know god's faithful and i know things are going to change all right they have to change for the better right so you guys all keep them in your prayer for sure so i'm glad today to be with you guys i really am and uh you know, I was thinking about talking a little bit more about my book today um but uh which is the uh, the book of the month for october which is what's holding you back. And I just, something in my heart and my spirit was like, don't talk about that today, you know? And I wanted to talk about basically uh, conversations, serving, uh, you know, uh, going back and forth on these conversations and just basically having this thing where you're being coached. And the reason why I say that is because I'm a firm believer that people need to be coached. I'm a firm believer that people need conversation. You know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible says, in the counsel of many, there is wisdom. And the counsel of many does not mean just any, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, you know, down the street, you know, Hey, let me just you know shoot this amazing you know deep situation, complicated situation you know to my friend Linda, Linda or Bob over here. You know that's great to have conversations started when it deals with you know best friends and confidants. You know when it deals with family members, but when it deals with situations that are serious, that are life you know changing, uh, you know life needing to make major decisions and basically just guiding through your life to where you know how to navigate through situations that come up, you. You need professionals. I mean, that's why God gave professionals. And you, but some people might say, well, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. You know, let me explain this to you. Jesus was a professional. Now, I don't like to downgrade or water down, for lack of better words, the Son of God, you know, uh, on his mission at the cross at all. But I want to say this to you guys. You have to be able to understand from the Father's perspective that this is exactly what happened. Is, you know, when the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, why would God give one guy? I want you to think about this. Why would God give one guy, which happens to be his son? Because here's the key thing. He needed someone that knew 
And I want you to think about this. He needed someone that knew him, someone that was one with him, someone that has been there through the beginning of time. And what that means basically is that God is considered Jesus as the professional, the person that knew what to do, the person that knew how to do it, the person that that only could he could do it. And understanding that, we guess what we do. We have an advocate. Now I said that to say this. That means Jesus isn't our advocate. He's our advocate. He's our mediator. Between God and man, He's our, you know, inner high intercessor, and all these terms, you know, the priest, you know, the high priest, all these terms basically are letting you know that He's the one when we need help, we go to. He's the one that is our ever-present help in time of trouble. You know, the Holy Spirit is the one that, that the Father sends as well to comfort, to you know, to to uh, woo us and to draw us into the truth that sets us free. So when we deal with coaching and counseling, and we deal with, you know, needing someone that's professional, needing someone who's trained, we go to those people who truly are trained. Because the number one thing I've realized in my life is I would not be where I am today if it had not been for those that I put, that I invested in. Now, whether it was investing my money into them to say, hey, train me, hey, teach me, hey, walk me through this. Hey, let me know what's going on. Let me know how to overcome the situation. Let me know how to love. Help me to be able to, uh, you know, teach me how to begin to do this. Teach me how to be professional. Teach me how to be a big, good business guy. Teach me how to be a good husband. Teach me how to be a good father. You know, help me. Now, it doesn't mean that we're born ignorant and stupid. No. But what it means here is because God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So I'm in the image of God. So there's a level of foundational grounding that is embedded in every one of us on this planet. However, that doesn't mean that I've experienced everything on this planet. Okay? And so through experiences, this is where people miss it, is through your experience, you have to begin to look at that and say that, you know what, I might have the fullness of God inside of me, which means I might have, I might have everything inside of me, but it doesn't mean I know how to begin to present it. Doesn't mean I know how to begin to bring it out when I am experiencing a particular situation, even though I might have the answer inside of me, right? And so you have to begin to look at life and and realize that what is happening here is you have to have someone that can pull it out of you, that knows how to pull it out of you. Someone who knows how to articulate, you know, phrases and certain words that trigger the mind to say, oh my gosh, I got it. I never thought about that. And one thing about coaching that helps people in my life coaching sessions is allowing people to, once again, bring forth questions, share with me what they're going through, share with me what's been happening with them, and then bringing that that entrance of, of the Lord to begin to speak prophetically into their lives. And one of the things that I do in life coaching sessions is I speak prophetically. Now, sometimes many, many people, if not all people, when it's the first time with me in a session, like I had a gentleman yesterday who said, hey, my wife recommended you. She just thinks you, you know, you rock. You know, she gets prophetic words from you. I've gotten words from you before, but I would just, she encouraged me to do a session with you because I'm at this place where, you know, things are going a little crazy. You know, I used to own my own business and now I'm working with this company. This company was bought out and because it was bought out, it's like, you know, where do I go from here? And, and, I, and he was amazed, you know, because I could see the smile on his face where it was, it was bringing forth confirmation, but it was bringing forth hope. It was bringing forth things to him that were accurate, that gifts gives him a way of escape, but also brings him a place of empowerment to let him know what to do with what he has now.
and where he's going and how to begin to accomplish things on his journey in the future. So one of the things that people don't realize is when the Bible says iron sharpens iron, it literally means someone that knows that has already been sharpened can sharpen you. And the great thing about counseling, the great thing about coaching is allowing someone to not only speak into you the things that you might not know of naturally in your mind, and even though it's locked in your spirit, but it's, but it's naturally you don't know it in your mind, but then unlocking that, but then also telling you things that would add to that from the Lord that maybe you didn't, you didn't comprehend. You couldn't realize that it was part of you. The beautiful thing about life coaching is opening the door to your importance. You are important. Do you know why most people don't succeed? Do you know why most people really fail you know, in their, in their um, achievements or trying to make achievements or their success? It's simply because they give up halfway or they give up at the beginning. This is what I'm going to do. I'm motivated. I'm pushed. I'm encouraged. I'm going to do this. And the moment something slaps him in the face, here's what they do. Oh my gosh, I must have missed miss God. I must have missed God. Or maybe God doesn't want me to do it because I'm a bad person or I've sinned or something went wrong. No. You know, I have no clue why humanity tends to always go towards the negative, or Christians, I should say, go towards the negative when something doesn't happen. Like, it's got to be my fault, or something that went wrong. Why can't it just go right? What if something didn't turn out because actually it was the right thing to do? In other words, a lot of times when God speaks to us in our lives, a lot of times we don't calculate the timing. And it doesn't mean God doesn't want us prepared or motivated or even start the thing, but it might be starting on a slow pace. It might go rapidly. It might start off and yet God might create a void in the middle of this of the beginning stage. And all these things tend to trigger people to say, see, it's not going the way I thought it would, the timing I thought it would, the pace I thought it would. It must be because I miss God. And so a lot of times people give up. The reason why in my life I am successful and I've and I have paid the price is because I was not afraid. I remember being in New York. Not afraid to bless people, you know, that, that I knew had wisdom. I never forget being in New York from uh, uh, a bishop friend of mine who is a powerful man of God. I've, I've followed him from the 80s, one of my dearest friends to this very day. And back in the day, I just, you know, I remember flying to New York um, when I, in my early 20s, and I thought, I gotta have something. I gotta have something. I got, whatever this guy has, I gotta have it. You know, like something is, is, is pulling me, tugging me, and, you know, and my heart to just sort of understand that I need what he has. Something's working for him, right? And so I did. And so when I did, I, I got downloads of teachings, downloads of so many different things that were just mind-blowing to me. And that changed my life forever. And to this very day, to this very day, I still rest upon that sort of, I use the word haunting in a good positive way, that haunting of all the things that God invested in me years ago, it still this very day comes out in me. Because I knew that even back in the day when that happened, and I'll never forget, I, I had saved up a thousand dollars. Did have a lot of money, all right? Now, I own my own business. I actually owned a Christian bookstore here in Birmingham, Alabama. I owned one of the largest Christian bookstores. We had all the CDs and books, Word of Faith books, and Kenneth Hagin and Kenneth Copeland, and all these. We had, you know, everyone from Charles Stanley to Beth Moore to T.D. Jakes. And we had everybody, you know. Uh, and we had all these, you know, music, you know, contemporary Christian music, you know, um, worship music. I remember we had a Hosanna. If many of you remember Hosanna Integrity music, oh my 
goodness, to this very day, I have like a stack of them, you know, piled away in CDs because I would get demos from these companies. And But I mean, we owned a good, successful Christian bookstore. However, it doesn't mean that I made a lot of money back in the day, you know, but I did pretty good. I did pretty good, but I'd saved up some money and I never forget when the offer time came, you know, and he was you know, asking people, you know, hey, can you, who can sow 500, who can sow 1,000, you know, and, and on and on. And I thought, my Lord, that's a lot of money, you know. And back in the day, my mind was thinking, that's a lot of money. And to some people today, it is a lot of money. And it is a lot of money. But yeah, back in the day when you're in your early 20s, it's like a million dollars to you, right? And so I did. I sold a thousand dollars. And, uh, and it was the best investment I ever did in my life because did I have it? Well, thank God I was able to scrape it up and get it. But you know what? The idea for me was at the time that I can't afford not to. I can't afford not to. And I tell people all the time, you either will love your money more than you love your life or you'll love your life more than you love your money. And that's, that's the truth. People who love their money more always count pennies, always say, I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do that. I couldn't afford to text this. I can't afford to do that. And what happens is when they do that, they're proving themselves they love their money more than they do anything. And basically what that means is this. I worship my money more than I, that I cannot spend my money and I got to hold my money and it's delicate to me. But yet in my life, who cares? Who cares about what's invested in me? Who cares about that? I'm, uh, you know, I'm not getting the teachings I need to have a better empowerment of my future. So, you know, what when I look back now and I think to myself, hey, you know what? Back in my early 20s, I gave the thousand dollars. I would have done it every day of my life if I had to. I would have scraped pennies, worked at McDonald's and Burger King and 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 every Tom, Dick, and Harry store I knew of in Birmingham if I had to, to be able to do it again. And the reason why is because the fact I know years later, I'm living proof that years later it paid off for me. It paid off for me. And to this very day, I still see and hear in the back of my spirit some th phrases of teachings and phrases that changed my life, that cultivated me and made me who I am, that still bleeds through my teachings today, my, my podcast and my books. To this very day, it was mind-altering. And my mind never returned back to the place it was before. And I'm not talking about some meetings where, oh, the Holy Spirit, you know, just flowing, flowing, flowing. And people got, you know, flung on the floor, you know, get goosebumps. I don't need those kind of meetings because I don't want to walk away with a goosebump. I need to walk away educated. I need to walk away with wisdom that I can look and say, I've never heard that before. I've never understood that before in my entire life about God or the scriptures. And now it, it changed my life forever because when a mind is changed, it can't ever go back to the way it used to be. It can't. But a, a goosebump happens any time any, and every, every day. And I'm not discounting that. But I don't need the goosebump effect and throw me on the floor. I don't need all that. That's great, wonderful, praise God. But I don't need all that. What I need is I need I need education. I need you to, I need someone to honor and respect me by not throwing me on the floor. No disrespect. Because the power of God is, is amazing. But yet what God wants more than anything that God speaks of more than anything is not suffering from lack of knowledge. And so what I needed was I needed empowerment. I didn't need to be thrown on the floor, you know, and just, you know, ooze and ahs with goosebumps. I needed empowerment. And that's what I got. So I'm very cautious about meetings to this very day that I would I would ever go to. I'm very cautious about even places I speak to this very day. I used to be I used to be booked every single weekend for a full year or two years years ago. And I fulfilled all my um 
my carrying out all my duties, I should say, you know, my, my speaking at conferences and help change a lot of people's lives. However, I now am very selective because I don't need a screaming match, throwing oil all over me and, and, and me just going out of the power of God with just teachings that just sort of gives me some kind of goosebump. I don't need a goosebump. I need you to educate me. And a lot of times people today need education that's going to begin to truly, you know, these speakers need some education that's going to truly mind blow someone's mind to where it boggles their mind to say, oh my God, I can never return to the, uh, my old belief again. That's what people need today. That's what changes lives. The power of God changes people through allowing their suffering to be eradicated and their mindset to be shifted into a transformation. Transformation. The mind tells the body what to do. The mind tells the body what to do. If the mind is not affected at all, you will not change your life. You will just have a moment that's changed. But what I need is not a moment change. I need a lifestyle change. And I got it. And so I'm very cautious and particular on where I get my teachings as far as who I listen to, where I go, because I have to learn to honor my body and honor my life to say I've got to begin to place myself in the environment where I can sit down and have an aha moment, an enlightening empowerment moment to where my belief system is stretched or my old beliefs are eradicated and my traditions are gone. And I'm not, not here just to say, you know, hey, I'm, no, I'm not religious at all. I'm just a Christian. Some people who tell me they're not religious are one of the most religious people to me. If you say, if you say I'm not religious, it makes me question. I'm like, just let me li live it out and let me just see that you're not. You know what I'm saying? How many of you agree with that? And so, and, and once again, grace on, on so many people because people sometimes need certain things. But I don't need to be refreshed. I need to be changed. I need to be changed desperately. And that's what, that's what happened in my life. And so that's why I want to encourage every one of you that I don't want to give you a goosebump. I'm not here to scream at you and say, take it, take it, take it. Or I'm not here to yell at you and say, you know, um, what is the old saying? You know, uh, it's coming, it's coming, or, you know, uh, whatever. I'm here to speak into your life to, for you to turn around and say, I never knew that. I did not realize it about myself. I never really saw the scripture that way. Why? So you can walk away almost like in this place of bewildered, almost thinking to yourself, wow, I don't know what to do now, <laughs> you know, because like something changed my mind. Like I can't even think, you know, the way I used to think anymore. That's what I want to do to you. That's what I want God to be able to work in me to be able to do with you. And that's been my goal all my life is I'm here to change lives. I want to change the mind. I don't want to give you goosebump. All right. And so that's where I'm encouraging every one of you. If it's not me, no worries. Find the person that it is. But if it is me, I would love to be able to help you in a coaching session. To shift your mind to think differently, to see your life differently, to see who you are as being different, to change your belief systems. Because nowadays, guess what? You don't have a choice. We've got more technology changes. We've got more things coming out with people that, that are starting businesses left and right. And you cannot afford not to be Creative. You cannot afford not to be educated with creativity levels. You cannot afford it, folks. Because if not, nowadays it's do or die. Which means nowadays, if you're not on top, you're going to end up on the on the bottom. 
And that's unfortunate, but yet there's so many radical, creative people right now popping in and out. And to be honest with you guys, a lot of them are not Christian people. Now, I'm not judging the heart. I'm just saying a lot of them, you know, really are not bearing forth fruit. Or maybe they're not saying a whole lot that they're Christians. Or maybe they're just saying they're not Christians. You know, I don't know. But my point being is, you know, I would rather see people who claim Christ that are able to say, hey, I've got a genius idea and run with it to where the world can be changed to say, wow, how did you and how did you and how did you do this and how did you? And, and we can be able to have a true story and testimony that is consistent among the church coming to the surface, experiencing entrepreneurship, experiencing success, experiencing divine promotion and change and favor from God on each and every situation. And is life built on money? Absolutely not. But life is built on being able to on change that is affecting nations across the world. That's what people are looking for. People are looking for you know examples, They're looking for leaders, They're looking for people who say, look, I again I can't, I went against the grain and this is what happened to me. This is where I am today. You know, I'm, I'm one thing that always has encouraged me, to be honest with you, and I've been doing this recently by looking at a lot of people who have life-changing experiences. And I don't know if she hears my podcast because we become friends, but um, Kaya Jones, who actually was with the Pussycat Dolls, if you know who they are, many of you who don't know, you know, Pussycat Dolls were a real famous pop band a while back, and I could probably hum their songs too, but I'm not going to. But, uh, but you know, she became a Christian, and she's like, I just don't need this anymore. And people told her she'll fail. You'll never survive. You'll never make it, you know, because the band is popular, she left the band and they pretty much said, you know, doom and gloom over her. But she's successful now. She's doing great now. And she's a powerful Christian woman. Loves Jesus more than anything. Another person who really has um, impressed me recently that I've really been sort of enthralled with as far as like, wow, check this out. I've been Googling and looking. Is um, And many of you might know her. Many of you might not. Is Kat, uh, is Kat Von D. Kat Von D was a real famous tattoo artist who had tattoos from head to toe. Owned a tattoo parlor in L.A. Her and her husband. Her husband's in a rock band. Um... They're very goth, where you know, all this black all the time. You know, she's best friends with Marilyn Manson. You know, just, I mean, she had witchcraft books and all this stuff. And she was known for, I think, her, her TV, her reality TV show, Tattoo. I think it was like Tattoo something, you know. And, and she, then she had like a, her own podcast. And, and she was a dark. She was very dark. But she became a Christian. And she threw away all of her books on witchcraft, threw all this stuff away. Uh, and of course, I love L.A. I'm not going to lie. I personally love L.A., California. All right. And one day I will, I will be there. Okay. Full time. But for now, I'm not. But, uh, but she moved out of L.A. Her and her husband moved and, and bought a, a huge, uh, house. I think like a, like a type of a castle mansion within Indiana of all places. And she said, I just want to get away from a lot of the influences that I was around. She became a Christian. She got baptized. You know, and she's on a journey, and she said, you know, I just don't want to raise my child the way, you know, within that world that I was in. And uh, and so it's just amazing of the transformation that's taking place in people's lives. But my point being with these two people is they went against the grain knowing that they will lose thousands and probably millions of dollars at the cost of Christ, but they did it. But for me, that's success, because they were not afraid to put their life before their money. 
And so when I deal with the coaching, I tell people this. If you say, oh, it's just not, you know, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. I don't have the money. You can't afford not to. Because what you're showing me is you love your money more than you love your your life. Because here are two women and out of out of hundreds who, who who did not do that, who didn't worship their money at the cost of having money. To whether so, whether you have money, you don't have money. The idea is these two women did not put money first. They put God first. They put their life first to say, I just have to live better. For the Lord, and so they did, and so whether a person has money or doesn't have money, the idolizing of money will always be known when somebody holds on to it and doesn't want to give it up, you know, um, because they can't afford to. We are still idolizing money because you cannot afford, you can, you can not afford to not let it go. And invest it in the things that you know are more important. So you've got to look at your life and realize what's truly more important to you. Your well-being, your existence, your success, your livelihood, uh, your integrity, your value. Are all these things more important to you than your money? Or maybe the, I don't have time to do this, to do sessions, Jeremy. I don't have time to get help or talk to, you know, speakers or whatever. Then you don't have time for yourself. So I wanted you guys to know that today because I really want to encourage every one of you to sign up today for a life coaching session with me. I change lives all the time and it's not about me. No, it's about God. But you know what? I'm the vessel God uses to be able to speak into people's lives and say, let's just see what God's going to say to you today through this session. Let me help you with your questions. And every single time, their questions get answered. Every single time. So I want to encourage you guys, go to the website, identitynetwork.net. And when you do, at the top of our website, there's a toolbar. And you can click on it where it says, need a prophetic word or need a life coaching session. And I would encourage all of you to either get a 30-minute session, an hour session, or maybe even more importantly, get four 30-minute sessions as a package or four one-hour sessions as a package. You can save a lot more money when you get the package and you can and you have a full year to use those. And I always encourage people people. If you get the four 30-minute package or the four one-hour package, then let's use them every two and a half, three months. Let's use them every quarter to where we can evaluate what we talked about last time. We can evaluate how life has been going for you. One of my favorite phrases I love to use when people say, but I've been doing this and this and this, and this is the way I do it. And my, my famous phrase I always say is, how's that working for you? Well, how is that working for you? Because if it's not working for you, I don't care how hard you're working at it. If it's not working for you, it's not working, <laughs> right? And so we want to be able to change your work ethic and get into a new shifting of a new work ethic that is going to be more fruitful, more profitable, uh, you know, and bring it closer to who you are that God created you to be. And so sign up today for a life coaching session or a package. I would love to be able to sit down and these sessions are recorded through Skype. And so you have a recording of it fully. You can download your computer, go back and listen to them. And that is a good thing because we want you to be able to go back, listen to them completely. So do that today, folks. And I really want to encourage every one of you to where you're able to be changed. No one needs to go into 2024 the same person you are now. If you, if we do, if we go into 2024 as the same person we are right now, we're not going to be productive. We're not going to be fruitful because who I am right now was created for, in this now moment, for 2023. Who I'm becoming 
will be ready as I am, as I become with education, as I become with wisdom, as I become with God's word, as I become with God speaking into my spirit through other people and to myself, who I'm becoming will then be ready for 2024. And the person that God will create me to be for that year will be present. But I can't expect the Jeremy of 2024 to be present if Jeremy has not made investments within himself to be the person he needs to be in 2024. Because you can't put, this is good, and I want you guys to hear me. You can't put old wine in new wineskins, nor can you put new wine in old wineskins. You just can't. And so if you're trying to put the old version of you into a new wineskin of a new year, you're going to fail. It's not going to happen. And you'll, and you'll have the same battles you have day after day that you have right now. So let's change that to where you can respect a new year. And more importantly, you can respect yourself and honor yourself because you made an investment within your own life. So do that today. Sign up or call the office and we can gladly sign you up for life coaching sessions. But as always, folks, I want to encourage every one of you, continue to listen to these podcasts and also continue to stay tuned on Monday mornings on Facebook and Instagram Live. We do it 10 a.m. Central Time. I would love to see every one of you be a part of our Instagram and Facebook Lives every Monday morning. So as I close today, I always like to close with this phrase because it's so true and so powerful. If you don't like your day, change your thoughts and you'll change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.